0: What's up, YouTube, and welcome to another episode of Where the Fuck Are the Popcorn Bags, the podcast where we give a lame movie review, but not before we take a break, get really high, and tarnish our own reputations. I'm Mantis, and there was definitely no clean dick in the year 1852.
1: (laughs) And I'm Brianna, and I definitely slut-shame Cho Chang, and I'm not sorry.
0: And today, we'll be reviewing Vampires vs. the Bronx. Vampires vs. the Bronx was written by Blaise Hemingway and directed by Osmani Oz Rodriguez. Vampires vs. the Bronx stars newish comers Gerald Jones III, Gregory Diaz IV, and Jade Michael I. I don't have any funny quips about them because it's 2020 and there's no way I'm making jokes about a 13-year-old unless they're white. But before we go watch this motherfucker, we're going to talk a little bit about our expectations, some things we learned while lazily scanning the internet, and of course, start off with some things that piqued our interest this week and discuss trailer talk. Trailer talk.
1: Trailer talk.
0: (laughs) Just a quick reminder before we get into everything, though. Uh, uh, Please uh, share. Please share the podcast with people and friends. Please share to friends and people. Thank you for this. Okay, now subscribe. (laughs) Okay, subscribe now, please. Please subscribe. We're independent, and um, we just want people to listen to us. One of us is
1: very independent.
0: All right, all right. So, we'll get into movie news though. I have something right off the bat, Brianna. I'm ready. Oscar Isaac and Jake Gyllenhaal are gonna uh, play Francis Ford Coppola and Robert Evans in a film about the making of The Godfather. Um, I'm not sure who's gonna play who, but that movie's gonna be sweet. I love behind the the scenes movies. And also, just to, just just for the record, I'm really sorry right now. I'm really high. This is not my fault. It's the marijuana's fault. But, Brianna, do you have any thoughts about this? Because this movie was a blacklist script. Do you know what a blacklist script is?
1: What are you smoking? Like, the devil's dick?
0: A blacklist script is just a script that is Are we from, talking... Is there, as, like,
1: the blacklist, and then there's other blacklists, or...?
0: There's the blacklist, like, the one that comes out every year, that has the...
1: Okay, that's the one I was thinking of. Is there another one?
0: No, there's not another one. Okay. That's, that's the one. So, this script was a blacklist script, and if you don't know what a blacklist script is, it's a list of the most, not necessarily the best scripts that haven't been produced, but the ones that are just most well-known by producers and people in the industry. And the movie's about about how difficult it was to make and how they weren't sure if they were going to cast Brando and Pacino. I love Oscar Isaac. I loved him since Ex Machina, and he's fucking killing it this year. I guess he'll probably be killing it next year. Nobody's really killing it this year because no movies have come out, but I think it's going to be pretty sweet.
1: Who is the other person in it?
0: It's Oscar Isaac and Jakey Jills.
1: Okay. All right. And we love okay. Jakey
0: Jills around here. Yeah.
1: I love Jake Gyllenhaal. Even though I heard he's a real douche in person, he's a great actor. And I think that makes him a great actor.
0: Yeah. I don't know him personally. So as long as he doesn't hate black people and gay people and don't hate anybody. If you can be somebody in life and just not hate anybody, that's probably the best. That's probably just for your best your best interest. Just don't hate anybody. So as long as Jake Gyllenhaal not out here saying he hates people... In public then i can't hate him personally. no he's
1: he's a douchebag but he's not like a, a rude one or anything he's no like Mel right, Gibson. Right. he just he definitely acts like a diva i've heard but that's fine
0: yeah either way the name escapes me right now but you can yell at me for that if you want you can just tweet at me and, and tell me i'm an idiot but i'll have that i'll have that for everybody next week if you're still listening I don't think anybody's going to be listening, but that's okay. That's okay. Brianna, did you have any movie news?
1: My movie news is if anyone is a fan of Alita Battle Angel, they are making a second one, hopefully. I don't know what
0: that is. What is that?
1: Okay, Alita Battle Angel was a movie written by James Cameron, but and he was supposed to direct it, but he didn't for some i think like contractual like legal reason he couldn't actually be the director but robert rodriguez directed it and he's a pretty cool director
0: if oh i like that. robert rodriguez um, i have heard of this movie but i've never it was one I've of those movies
1: it. that like came out and i think another popular movie at the they came out at the same time so it kind of got like pushed aside but it's a really good movie and it has one of those like secret internet Flux? no no. I've I've never seen that. As much as I love Charlize, but it's um it's a no. James James Cameron movie about this futuristic world where like cyborgs and humans just exist. And Christoph Waltz is in it. Jennifer Connelly's in it. Master her. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to try to re-release it into theaters because it has such a huge following that people are like, we want it back in theaters. And since nothing else is going on right now, let's throw it in there. And then there's like huge talks that there's going to be a sequel. But yeah, it's a it's a weird movie, but it's good.
0: Speaking of uh, putting movies back into theaters, Hocus Pocus is the number two movie behind Tenet this week in the box office. Just want to put that out there.
1: I know someone that went to the Mendon Drive-In and saw Hocus Pocus.
0: See, this is what I'm saying. They're just raking in the cash right now.
1: Except they didn't fucking stay for Beetlejuice, and I was like, what? Excuse me? $30 a car, and you only stayed for Hocus Pocus? Hello?
0: What are your feelings on James McAvoy, Brianna?
1: I love James McAvoy. Am I not supposed to?
0: No, you are supposed to, because he's got a new movie coming out, and he's going to portray a man whose only son goes missing... Leading for him to travel to a town where his ex-wife lives and search for answers. But, like, that sounds pretty, like, milk toast in itself. Yeah. But to play the man whose life is, like, clouded in mystery, McAvoy's not going to be given a, a script or any dialogue. So, So his character will only, he's only going to, like, be aware of, like, basic aspects of the story. And he'll have to improvise and, and like, kind of react to each moment as it unfolds. The rest Ooh. of the cast and the crew will be aware of everything. But he's going to be, like, kind of just making a movie.
1: I don't know how I feel about that.
0: That's going to be weird, huh? We, we have to watch that. Either for the pod or not for the pod. I'm seeing that fucking thing. That's, that's interesting.
1: It sounds...
0: That's method as fuck. That doesn't even make sense. It <laughs> sounds really crazy.
1: intriguing. But also, if the other... It has to have a really good cast aside from him. It has to, they, cause like, although they have a script, obviously he doesn't have a script, so they're going to have to sort of improv off of him. And I think that they'll, if you get like the right person, they'll hopefully like try to improv along and won't just be like, I need to skip to my strip script.
0: Well, I think that he has situational things that he needs to say. Like he know he knows where he needs to lead the scene and stuff like that. But the dialogue is going to be on his own, and I think the others will have dialogue.
1: Yeah, but even that, like, if you don't know where like the person's going to go, or like, what if they throw something and like you get a person that's just stiff as a board, like ooh, <laughs> ooh. <laughs> oh well. Yeah. Trailer talk.
0: Welcome to the trailer tow. That's a good one. <laughs> what did I What did I send you this one?
1: This week, I was sent to my trailer from your trailer, two trailers.
0: Trailer to trailer.
1: One of them was in a twenty-four film called Minari, about a Korean. Fuck, are they Korean or did I just make them Korean because I'm Korean? No,
0: they're Korean. They're Korean.
1: Okay, so it's about a Korean family that moves from Korea to the United States. Doesn't really specify, and it's about. Oh, okay. Really, though? Is it really Arkansas? Yeah. Okay, so they move from Korea to to the United States, not speaking any English, and they move to Arkansas, which is very accepting of people that don't speak English. And <laughs> it's a movie about how they're struggling to kind of make their own way in America, and it stars Stephen Ewen from The Walking Dead. He was Glenn. I loved him. He's- he was a good when guy. I watched that show. What
0: did and, you think about this? Um, I kind of want to see it.
1: it <laughs> I want to see it, but I don't want to watch it for this because it looked more depressing than The Devil All the Time. And I feel like I might ugly cry.
0: Do you think it'll hit home?
1: I don't know. But it looks like even the trailer looked really sad. Like I started to get a little.
0: Yeah, it looked, it looked... A little insane. sobby. I, yeah, I'm I'm, exci- I'm excited to see it. It's set in the 80s, no less, so it's probably not the most accepting movie. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, no, I definitely want to see it. I don't know if we'll watch it for this, though. And then the second trailer you sent to my trailer was Borat 2, which is weird because that's the name I gave it. <laughs> and when you sent me the trailer, I was like, oh, Borat 2, that's what they're referring to it as as well.
0: Hmm, okay. <laughs> subsequent movie film
1: um i was kind of bummed that they didn't show the whole title that you read out for us so perfectly last week or two weeks ago whenever that happened and um i was like waiting for it but i guess i guess they didn't want to get too far into that
0: (laughs) amazon bought it and then they decided to not name it the gift of pornographic monkey to vice premier michael pence to make benefit recently diminished nation of kazakhstan
1: I am pretty jazzed though it's on Amazon.
0: That's gonna be awesome. So we'll definitely be watching that for this.
1: I know I'm gonna have to watch the first one because I just found out in the trailer. Spoiler alert! He never leaves Kazakhstan. The first movie apparently.
0: <laughs> well, that's that's fake news.
1: Or should I just watch the second one as like a oh? Yeah,
0: you should definitely watch the you should definitely watch the first one because he definitely leaves Kazakhstan. That's it's literally the whole movie is him leaving Kazakhstan. Well,
1: I thought he like came to America.
0: Yeah, that's the whole movie, is him in America. He travels around in an ice cream truck with an, Arme- with an Armenian man.
1: So in the trailer for the second one, did they show part of the first one? Was I misinformed?
0: Yeah, you're, you're just going to hashtag Brianna sucks. This is why this is a hashtag. Just go watch the movie, Brianna, you jamoke. You sound like it.
1: Okay, first of all, the hashtag is Brianna's Lame.
0: No, it's hashtag Brianna sucks. You can go check our Twitter at where the fuck. That's our, that's our, that's our hashtag at. But or you can just hit it in the episode notes, and then you can check our Twitter, and then you can see that it's hashtag Brianna sucks. I've hashtagged it, and then someone else has also hashtagged it uh, hashtag Skeleton House Podcast, and then hashtag Brianna sucks. Um, but that was good so a Good trail talk, Brianna. I'm excited for Borat 2. People, some people seem to think that it's a pretty racist movie. I would agree in a a bit, but we'll we'll, we'll see how racially sense uh racially sensitive everyone is in a month when when this movie drops
1: i'm just um i'm just excited that it's pretty recent they talk about the virus
0: yeah that's gonna be this is it's gonna be it's gonna be very interesting to see uh,
1: what i'm really excited so i feel like i just kind of want to watch the second one just balls to the wall
0: no we gotta watch the, you gotta watch the first one and then the no. second one there's, there's come- <laughs> 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 all right so we're gonna take it into the Spoiler free zone.
1: Okay, that's gonna give me nightmares.
0: Vampires vs. the Bronx has a 4.7 on IMDb based on 618 reviews, which is like 54,000 less than Project Power had last week, which is super interesting. It also has an 88% on 88% critic score based on eight reviews on Rotten Tomatoes and then a 59% audience score based on 63 reviews. It also has no Metacritic score. Um, it's fairly new.
1: It just came out last week.
0: Yeah, it's been getting some good buzz, too. It was in the top 10 on Netflix, so I'm sure more people will start watching it. And maybe we can get enough people to watch it, too, if, if they listen to this.
1: As of right now, it's top 10, specifically number 8 on Netflix.
0: So we're in the spoiler-free zone right now, and the spoiler-free zone is... A area where you can feel safe from spoilers.
1: Hashtag me too.
0: <laughs> when we leave the spoiler free zone, you will not be safe. Yeah. And you yeah. will feel violated by our spoilers. But I'll let you know. I'll give you another warning just in case.
1: We'll ask for consent uh, first, don't worry. Yeah,
0: yeah, absolutely. We're that's what we're and here then we'll for. drop
1: spoilers all over your face. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh Brianna. Brianna Yes. I'm glad I can get it we can get away with that because you're a woman, so I couldn't say that. Maybe I could say that. They're know. just we'll find spoilers. Out. And they're just spoilers. Don't that's be what they all say.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so principal photography began in 2018 for Vampires vs. the Bronx. The movie is filmed 90% in the Bronx, actually. So that's pretty cool. I've been to the Bronx a bunch of times. I have a friend that grew up in the Bronx. Uh,
1: Jennifer Lopez.
0: Jennifer Lopez and my, my my good friend, my roommate from college, John Vargas. Uh, shout out John Vargas from the BX, BX Reppin'. Um, so maybe I'll, I'll recognize a couple places, but but uh, but yeah, that's that should be pretty cool.
1: Vampires vs. the Bronx was directed by Ozzy Rodriguez, and um, he also wrote it with his friend Blaze Hemingway. Ozzy is mostly known for um, being a segment director on SNL. He also directed some episodes of AP Bio, which stars
0: Glenn Howerton.
1: Yep, Glenn Howerton from It's Always Sunny. I've always wanted to see it, but I like it's one of those like network shows that you get to wait for a couple to come out um, well it's on
0: peacock now interestingly enough
1: it's because it's an nbc show yeah um but blaze blaze hemingway is from massachusetts shout out mass
0: shout out mass he's his parents definitely have to be hippies he's from northampton
1: oh yeah i mean his name is blaze
0: yeah this is chill blaze chill as fuck <laughs>
1: Um, he's really not known for too much.
0: He wrote the Playmobil movie that came out a little while ago.
1: And I have seen that, and I have yet to make it past uh, 20 minutes of it, under the influence of marijuana.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That was a weird choice for Playmobil to want to make a movie. I don't blame Blaze Hemingway for writing that movie. He probably got a decent amount of change.
1: Well, it came out, um, it came out last year around Thanksgiving time, and they- basically made it like free to go see
0: that's so weird that's just like a weird universe to try to create let's create the playmobile universe but this dude's also writing the clifford the big red dog movie
1: yeah he is
0: <laughs> and, or he wrote it and then he's also writing a settlers of Catan movie so <laughs> are they doing like a cgi clifford the big red dog movie is that gonna be a thing or is it gonna be a cartoon
1: i really hope it's a cartoon because if it's a cgi thing i don't know if i'm gonna be able to like deal that's-
0: with it uh, that's I We got to see that. That's that's weird. That's so weird. Um, I do know that Oz, Oz, Ozzy Rodriguez, Oz Manny, Oz, Ozzy. Are you calling him Ozzy? I will call him Ozzy. I call him Ozzy. I know. I know. Ozzy came up with uh, the idea after the 2016 election. His friend and like directing partner died around that time, and he he was kind of sad. And he like he was just he, he was he was walking around Washington Heights, and he was speaking to his neighbors, and he and he like caught some intro. Uh, he caught some inspiration for this film because they were all talking about fear and gentrification and being like sucked dry by the city and all that kind of shit. And so he came up with the idea for, for vampires sucking the Bronx dry. <laughs> I think it's pretty funny. He said, he, he said he like loved the like the Goonies and the lost boys.
1: I read like, that and I love the lost boys.
0: Yeah. Uh, I love the Goonies.
1: I mean, I love the Goonies too, but I feel like a lot of people know the Goonies and like, not that many people are familiar with the lost boys because it's a little it's a little out there
0: you know zo saldana's in this
1: (laughs) i found that out right before we started and i was all excited about it
0: well ozzy wrote her and he was like hey like you're of dominican descent and it would be so great if you could be in this movie and like represent yourself and like like the BX and all that. And uh, he pretty much begged her to be in it. And she was like, yeah, like I'll be in NYC. You're lucky. And she, she said she'd do it. So they sh- they shot her scene in one night. <laughs> and I was like, oh, damn, that's pretty sweet. You know, it doesn't probably doesn't hurt that he went to Lorne Michaels and was like, hey, like I have this idea. Will you will you help me? And he Lorne Michaels loved the idea. So it, it probably helped to have Lorne Michaels in your corner.
1: I feel like um I know it's boston's being gentrified but i feel like it's really intense in new york city and it's going to be interesting to kind of put this out there on netflix where everyone can find out about it
0: yeah they and they really i mean it they really go over gentrification like with a fine tooth comb i'm pretty sure from what i've read just obviously cradled in a kids horror movie
1: this is gonna sound weird i just really like kids movies that are scary I was going to say I like kids and then I went, no, that's not right. But I like kids movies that are scary, but not like when you're watching The Conjuring and there's like some kids in it. Like I like when the cast is actually young kids to teens and they're put in like funny, realistic, scary situations because kids just, uh, they really say what's on their mind.
0: You excited for this film then, would you say? You could say that. All right. Take us out, girl.
1: Vampires versus the Bronx. A group of young friends from the Bronx fight to save their neighborhood from gentrification and vampires.
0: Vampires.
1: Vampies.
0: Vampires. All right, we'll be right back. And we are back from watching Vampires vs. the Bronx. (laughs) Knee-jerk reactions. (laughs) Knee jerk reactions coming in hot. You are leaving the spoiler free zone and you are now in the what, Brianna?
1: The spoiler zone! Spoiler
0: zone! Yeah. But you're now in the spoiler zone. We're about to give our knee jerk reactions to Vampires vs. the Bronx. I thought it was pretty good, I was entertained thought it was a good, good casual Halloween movie. I really liked the message. It was a fun movie for Halloween for sure you're you're like one hundred percent brianna and, and and correct me if I'm wrong here, but you're one hundred percent gonna have to subscribe to being like a millennial or gen Z with knowledge of like with knowledge of inner city culture
1: yeah, a lot of like the vocab they use is pretty millennial-y. Mm-hmm. um But at the same time, like if you're a normal adult human and you know what gentrification is, it's a funny take on it, and I think you could also enjoy it. That's a
0: good point. That's a good point. It is a great—it does have—the story was really good overall, and the message was very clear. If you replace drugs and gangs with vampires, you'd have a super emotional inner city story about gentrification and the effects of it. But they used vampires, and it, it came across in a in a really interesting way. And they don't let you escape from that that point. Like this city is, the Bronx is getting gentrified. They're constantly telling you that the people lived here, the people that live here, nobody cares about, and if they disappear, nobody would, you know, nobody raises an eyebrow. And it's it's kind of true of the inner city all around, uh, and in the Bronx, yeah, for sure. But I thought the vampires were funny. I thought the parents were really funny. I loved the Spanish parents because it really rang true for every Spanish parent that I know. <laughs> do do Dominic- do Dominicans say coño so much though? Do they say coño that much?
1: I've worked with um quite a few Dominicans and yeah, it's one
0: of their favorite <laughs> words. I was <laughs> <Okay. laughs> <I'm just> wondering. <laughs> um I would definitely uh I would definitely say that it's, like, a good little, like, horror movie um, for the Halloween season. So I, th- I think that it'll be, like, it could definitely be in my rotation one day if I'm if it was on. You know what I mean? Just like, oh, Vampires vs. the Bronx. That was a good little Halloween movie. You know, watch with the family or something like that. <laughs> watch with <laughs> the family. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the family.
1: Um, I think it's going to be one of those movies. I really liked the movie. I thought it was funny. I thought it was perfect for the time that it came out and wow but um i don't know if i'd watch it with the family (laughs) i do think it'll be one of those movies that maybe five ten years down the road people like be discovering it and they'll be like oh that movie's really funny like oh yeah i remember like back in 2020 when like everything ended and yeah they were also gentrifying the bronx how interesting (laughs) and there was vampires
0: Now, this movie's not The Goonies, but I got, I mean, The Goonies was a huge production with crazy big sets. Um, I also feel like there was a lot of, uh, like, a lot of Netflix influence in this movie. I got to assume that. How do you mean? I guess, I guess I just felt like the ending seemed a little lackluster. Like, it just seemed like there wasn't, there wasn't Mm -hmm. a lot of, like, big, there wasn't as many big moments. Like, they did a lot of setting up in the beginning of the movie, but there wasn't a crazy amount of payoff at the end. In terms of like emotion- emotional moments and stuff
1: Meh. I think it was okay, yeah,
0: I mean i'm not I'm not like uh, I'm not saying it was like shit,
1: I think it went along with like the movie though, like the movie wasn't like we're gonna see this at the Oscars, but
0: yeah, yeah. no, it was definitely
1: the whole story made sense, yeah, it
0: was it, yeah, for sure, well, you know how uh, you know you know how like uh in the goonies the the kid and his older brother have that kind of weird relationship and at the end they end up realizing that it's important for them to kind of stick together and all that kind of stuff like there wasn't a lot of
1: so there wasn't really a big lesson at the end of the movie that we learned. yeah
0: outside of like gentrification's awful and it's happening and people need to be aware of it which i which is still a good point i hope it i hope it comes across that way to other people um but yeah, so I'm not comparing it to the Goonies because they're two—they're two totally different movies. But they're—they're they're just as like enjoyable in the same kind of realm, I think.
1: Yeah, they definitely have like the funny like just kids running around hijinks. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> uh, well, speaking of that, what was your—you got any favorite parts in the movie?
1: Um, well, there actually were like quite a few Lost Boys references.
0: Right, I've never seen that, but you have. But but give us give us your favorite Lost Boys reference, just in case there's people who do, who have seen the movie.
1: Well, I mean, this isn't technically a spoiler if you ever Google, like, the goon or not the Goonies, what, the Lost Boys? If you Google the Lost Boys, a picture might come up. But in the Lost Boys, when they, like, the vampires turn from, like, normal, friendly looking people with no reflections to vampires, they get, like, a scary face and their eyes turn red. And that's what they do in this movie, too.
0: Yeah, that's true. That was, I liked that addition. They kind of just look like Swedish people when they're not vampires.
1: Yeah, they're just kind of like pasty and like everyday people, yeah. and then when they go vampy and their teeth get pointy, um, they get like a pale, scary face, and there's like a very accentuated forehead.
0: <laughs> and uh, the the main vampire was a like this sweet little woman, and she ended up being the the, the big bad vampire. Yeah. But yeah, favorite parts, Brianna.
1: Well, I have a couple favorite parts slash things my favorite line in the movie was when they call one of the main characters puerto rican harry potter (laughs)
0: after the guy tries to steal his shoes
1: (laughs) yeah i thought that was pretty funny that was good um he tries to stand up for his friend when he's getting his shoes stolen and they're like shut up puerto rican harry potter i wasn't talking to you (laughs) and it was like it was kind of funny
0: good i like that too It's a good one line in this movie
1: (laughs) um my other favorite part was when pretty much the ending, like the last three quarters of it, they have a vampire killing montage where they're getting set up to go and kill a lot of vampires in their vampire nest, and there's parts where they're like taking legs off of chairs to get wooden stakes, they're filling up um their holy water water balloons, and they have like a garlic... I don't know, utility belt that's just garlic cloves all like on it. Oh, I love that part. (laughs) There's two funny parts that stick out from that is one of them when they're getting one of the wooden stakes, the kid takes it off like a broom and his mom goes to use the broom and it's like all snapped (laughs) off and she's like, great. (laughs) And then one of the the Puerto Rican Harry Potter kid... (laughs) He grabs, like, all the heads of garlic, and then he also grabs, because he's Puerto Rican, he grabs the garlic adobo (laughs) spice.
0: Uh, That was so funny.
1: (laughs) And it's the funniest thing. Right before his mom
0: goes to grab it and use it while she's cooking, she can't find it, and she's like, what the fuck? (laughs)
1: That's
0: his aunt. It was his aunt? Oh, Yeah.
1: But yeah,, his, because she's going to use it, it's just like, oh, they use it everywhere. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and he uses it to, to fuck up a vampire at the end, and, and oh, throw yeah, the body does. of he Christ actually, in his mouth
1: He seasons someone with it, really: Which, good. by the way,
0: I just want to take a brief moment to let Brianna showcase her word for the Eucharist or the body of Christ. Brianna, what do you call the body of Christ?
1: Okay, well, I'm a a baptized Catholic. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And I throw this word around loosely when I'm at church. I'm not screaming it to people. I've never told the priest that I call it this. But the little cracker they give you, I'm sorry, the body of Christ that they give you, I call it a Jesus.
0: (laughs) That's fucking funny. I found that out tonight, and I had tears in my eyes. It's because
1: I kept saying, you kept going, what are you saying?
0: (laughs) A-Jeez-it. Extra toasty.
1: A-Jeez-it. Yeah.
0: Uh, Just so, if you're not a Catholic, and you don't receive the body of Christ, it fucking tastes like dog shit. I hate it. I haven't had one. Um, I haven't had one in my mouth in like 10 years, but it's disgusting, and I hate it. And I don't need a grown man putting a cracker in my mouth at this uh, stage in the game, so... I don't well, think it's twenty
1: twenty. You don't you don't put it in your mouth. Yeah, anymore. I don't think
0: I'll ever have another jeez-it in my mouth ever again.
1: They especially COVID times they're putting it right in your oh, hand yeah, from for six sure. feet away. Um, they're like launching them like t-shirt gun style.
0: So, so uh, to tag on to your your favorite parts, my favorite parts were definitely like I loved how they killed the vampires of the end with the body of Christ and the adobo and the wooden stakes and all the fun stuff. Um I really loved when that girl threw a tim at the vampire bitch. <laughs> Just like fucking nailed her in the head with a big thick tim. That's so New York, I thought that was fucking hilarious.
1: That was a pretty good toss. Tims
0: yeah, are heavy. Yeah, they are. I also loved this one line where this girl, she was like they were talking about the vampires, and she was like, "Wait, how do you know all this stuff?" And the girl goes, "We're Haitian. My grandmother's been preparing this for me, <laughs> preparing me for this my entire life." And I was like, "That fucking <laughs> oh oh, the like vampire that. is coming for us, and we need to be oh, we need to be sure that we are always prepared." I could hear. I I have a I have a Haitian best friend growing up, and his mom hated the occult and. Mysterious things, and she would always be like, "There's no way that man is coming in." my like, you know, she'd be like, uh, "My friend would be like, Hey mommy, I want to have like my, I'm gonna have my friend over.'" And she'd be like, "No, that man is the devil. He cannot come in our house." And I'd be like, "Oh my god, this is so weird. It's so great."
1: Especially now, you just shit on the body of Christ. She's definitely not like, "Oh yeah, man. fuck no."
0: Um, <laughs> I thought the holy water balloons were great, um, but yeah, so. I, I I I did I did I thought the one liners were pretty good. I I liked the I liked the dialogue in this movie. Um, did you? What were your least favorite parts, though, Brianna?
1: I don't know. I didn't really have to. I didn't really have any least favorite parts. Okay.
0: All right. Cool. Really? Not at all.
1: Um. Not really. No. I didn't really even have any parts where I was just like, "Ooh, why is that there?"
0: Yeah. I had a few least favorite parts. I can tell. <laughs> the term suckhead?
1: Yeah, that wasn't good. The great.
0: kids called the vampires suckhead, and that really, that really was weird. It sounded like an 80s thing, though, something they would say in the 80s, so maybe that was on purpose. Um,
1: eh.
0: And uh, I said it earlier, but I felt like there was a lot of Netflix influence on this movie. Just the way they wanted certain scenes to go. It seemed like it initially was supposed to be a little more emotional but i don't know who knows um but other than Appreion i really don't have i did, really didn't have any f- least favorite parts either i thought it was an all right movie i thought yeah,
1: it, i thought it, like the whole movie just crashed. Yeah
0: i thought that you know it was an hour and 25 minutes it was it was a little slow in the beginning but it was interesting I, uh, and then it got it ramped up in the second half um, the second the, the the second act and then the third act it was just like full balls to the walls kind of vampire killing not gruesome or gory not a lot of violence but a fun little a fun little story something you can pop on and kind of just watch during uh during the month of October if you're the kind of person to like to watch halloween movies all month long or just in general at any point in time then this is definitely something i'd be checking out
1: yeah, it's nice to have um like another Halloween spooky season movie to throw in there. It's kind of like when new Christmas movies come out that are pretty good. You're like, oh, I can add this to the the mix. Yeah. yeah. Spooky season done right.
0: Um, how many popcorn bags are you giving this, Brianna?
1: Um, out of fifty popcorn bags, I would give it thirty four. Okay.
0: Wow. All right, thirty-four out of fifty popcorn bags.
1: How many would you give it?
0: That's 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 certified salty in my book. <laughs> uh, I'm giving it twenty-nine out of fifty popcorn bags, which would be one point away from being certified salty.
1: What would what's twenty-nine then?
0: But twenty-nine is just salty. Mm. Yeah, and then it, and then once you get below twenty-five. It becomes.
1: Like the mushy wet pieces? Yeah, like.
0: <sighs> no, like. Like unsalted.
1: Like the ones that didn't pop at yeah, all? Yeah, cur- just kernel? an
0: unsalted kernel. Mm. Mm. Would you.
1: But it's hot, and so you burn your mouth on. Yeah,
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I'm giving it 29 out of 50 popcorn bags. Brianna's giving it 34 out of 50 popcorn bags. I'm recommending this movie. I'm recommending this movie to people that like Halloween movies. I'm recommending this movie to people that... Want to watch a good little short... Something something. I'm recommending this movie to people that... Are bored. I'm recommending this movie to people that... Are millennials. I'm recommending this movie to people that...
1: Need recommendations.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Would you recommend this movie, Brianna?
1: I would, yes. Okay. Um, I like that if you're not like a teenager, but if you're maybe like 10 and you have cool parents, like you could probably watch this movie with them. They would let you do that.
0: Yeah, for sure. you get away with it. They might be, a, they might raise a couple eyebrows if they're a little on the more conservative edge, but it's fine. You're not going to feel super uncomfortable.
1: No, 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 no. Um, Yeah, even though it's PG-13, I feel like if you're 10 years old... And you convince your parents that, yeah, like, this is, it's gonna be cool, it's chill, it's all, it's teaching me about gentrification. Yeah, or
0: if you have a ten-year-old and you want to teach them about gentrification in an interesting way, use the vampire movie.
1: Yeah, or if you just want to raise, like, a kid that's not gonna be a little...
0: A little cocksucker?
1: I was, I was gonna say weirdo, but then I turned out weird, so I didn't want to <laughs> say that.
0: <laughs> Did you watch anything else this week, Brianna? <sighs>
1: Did I? Let me hear it. (laughs) Brianna has a follow-up to the Oscar Pistorius 30 for 30. Oh, goodness. Which is actually titled The Life and Trials of Oscar Pistorius. Oh, God. It was uh, four parts. Each one was about an hour and a half long, but I watched the whole thing in one day. I didn't think I could do it, but there's... Okay. He definitely did it. There's no question (laughs) about that. (laughs) He is a guilty little bitch. And, um, there's, like, these whole things where his mom died when he was younger and he had, like, huge mommy issues. His dad hated him. His stepfather, like, doesn't seem to come into the picture ever again. He has, like, a lot of, like, mental things going on. I think he might have been a little, uh... I know he's a murderer, so he's probably mentally ill, but there's some parts where he talks about how he's depressed and, like, his agent thought he was depressed and he had some really bad, like, anger management issues and, like, all these things where he lashed out and, like, two months before he shot his girlfriend, he was, like, shot a gun off in a restaurant and it was like, what the
0: fuck, Oscar? If you're depressed, you kill yourself, not your girlfriend. Ugh, fuck up. He's not, like
1: yeah it's just like you're like oh like okay maybe you feel bad because he didn't win that race and blah 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 and Uh then when he tried to become a regular olympian like everyone told him he was cheating and he had to go through this whole thing where he couldn't compete with them and you're like oh okay like i feel a little bad and then the last part you're just like well you've turned me again you You bitch
0: well fuck off super um did you watch Um you watch anything else
1: no, that pretty much took out every single part of me that could focus.
0: <laughs> I watched the original Borat.
1: Okay, just rub it. In well, my I face. went down
0: to I went down to Philadelphia to get cheesesteaks, and then I went, and then I went to my friend's house, and we watched the original Borat. So many Jew jokes. I forgot. Oh my god, I forgot how many Jew jokes. And that, but then I was like, oh wait, Sasha Baron Cohen's Jewish, so I, I guess he has a like a free pass to just like go off the walls with the jew jokes i don't know i guess that's how it works i i'm not you know what i mean i'm i'm not the i'm not the be all end all of who gets to say what about who but i i from what i from what i can gather if you're jewish you can make as many jew jokes as you want and and you're good to go but
1: i don't think there are that many
0: well, I mean, he made them all. <laughs> uh, also, if you haven't seen the newest South Park, the pandemic special, that was really funny. Really good. Touched on every subject you want. Uh, no mask wearing, social distancing, kids going back to school, cops killing black people. Uh, it was super good. They had... they had. Uh, they had the cops shooting students and then blaming it on COVID. I thought that was really funny. But I won't spoil any more of it, just in case uh, you haven't seen it yet and you want to go watch it.
1: Well, you are in the spoiler, spoiler zone. zone.
0: This is the spoiler zone, motherfucker.
1: You gotta stay on your yeah, toes. Yeah, stay on
0: your toes, bitch. Next week, Brianna, do you know what we're watching? Yes, I do. Hubie Halloween, starring Adam Sandler. Very exciting stuff. Really good show.
1: I hope it's good. I'm just saying I'm not gonna be negative, but I uh never saw murder mystery that came out on Netflix with Adam Sandler because it just looked atrocious, yeah, I don't <laughs> wanna
0: sound like a downer we've had we've had a good stretch of movies lately uh where I've been excited and uh pleased after we've watched most of them. I think this movie's gonna kinda suck. I'm a huge Adam Sandler guy at least I'm a huge adam Sandler guy pre two thousand what like four pre-anger man anger management and anything before that love but then i haven't really liked the the latest stretch of movies that he's come out with except for uncut gems which is fucking awesome really loved that movie but i've got a feeling oh, hubie yeah. halloween's gonna be like a uh like a jack and jill or, or or some piece of shit but but hey maybe it's not maybe maybe adam sandler's like gonna gonna just not not suck in this one but a uh, big adam sandler guy not not th- not hope not thinking it's gonna suck or hoping it's gonna suck i i, w- okay. I wish i was adam sandler <laughs> if adam say if you're listening to this yeah, i love you man i don't <laughs> i don't want you to feel Sorry. i don't want you to feel bad about hubie <laughs> halloween even before we've watched it i don't know
1: <laughs> i mean we're still watching and we're still supporting yeah
0: watching supporting on netflix
1: i'm single-handedly keeping him like a alive by all the purchases i've made of big daddy yeah because i have to purchase it on every single platform i have it on dvd i have it on video you're welcome and hubie
0: halloween (laughs) should be out by the time that this episode is up so if you want to go watch that before next wednesday's episode and just be ready i don't know if if you're interested in that or you like going in blind whatever you like to do but as far as i can tell that's gonna be it for us today brianna you got anything for our people before we leave
1: I'm actually feeling kind of mildly optimistic about Hebe Halloween because he's back with Julie Bowen.
0: All right. All right. We'll leave you with that. That's good enough for me. Julie Bowen. I like Julie Bowen. She's a class act. And they were in Happy Gilmore together. She's a class act. She's very funny. Thank you so much, everybody, for listening today. We really appreciate it. As always, you can send us recommendations and follow us on Instagram and Twitter. You can hit us up in the Discord all the links are in the show notes. We don't really have a community, but if you want to be a part of it, you'd be the first one, and that'd be that'd be super sweet.
1: We think we have a community. We, we
0: talk like we have a community. I like to talk a big game because it makes me feel important and good about myself. Hashtag Brianna also sucks, though, so maybe you probably don't want to be her friend.
1: I don't want to be my friend. So.
0: <laughs> we will see you next week for Hubie Halloween. Until then, peace, love, prosperity. We are out. Say bye, Brianna.
1: Um, okay.
0: Bye everybody. Bye.